Hey there, Teresa Uncaged here, and you're listening to Throttle Therapy. Let's go for a ride. Okay, so I'm super excited to introduce the founder of International Female Ride Day, Miss Vicky. Miss Vicky, hi, how are you? I'm well, Teresa. How are you? I am doing great. I'm so excited to speak with you today. You have started this amazing movement, and I want to talk about that. But before we get into that, I'd, I'd love to hear how you, as a female, first got into writing. Yeah, well, it's a long time ago, so let me see if I remember. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> I think that it was inevitable for me. I've always been a tomboy and I loved, um, you know, snowmobiling I did as a kid. We had a lot of fun. My father was a pilot and I think um, flying with him, the takeoffs were thrilling. So um, what happened was is that uh, I started a corporate career and I realized way back before even mindfulness and yoga was popular, I realized I was working too hard, so I signed myself a little outlet each summer. And the first summer I took sailing lessons, that didn't click with me. It's very, you know, relaxing. As I said, I like kicks. (laughs) So the next summer I took the motorcycle training program and that was it. From that point on, I found my my love and my passion. And uh, I feel very fortunate to have found that thing in life which keeps me just so excited and fascinated. That's amazing. So I I have not been doing it for very long. Uh, My girlfriend kind of said, you should try this. And in 2020, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go for it. And I fell in love with it instantly. I cannot imagine ever going back to not riding. So I love hearing other inspirational stories about people who were you know, how everybody gets into this, because everybody has a very different start into motorcycle riding. It's true. And you know, the ticket also is, is that I meet many people who say that, you know, they've been riding for 30 years, but really they had a hiatus in between. Maybe some women have children, they stop for a while. And I've even had um, people I've trained that say, you know, I'm just getting bored. And I can't imagine that. I think, though, with motorcycling, and in my case, because it's been nonstop for, uh, I guess this is my 40th year, and there's never been a pause except when I moved to the Caribbean because I didn't bring my bike. And um, the thing is, in motorcycling, there's so many things to explore. You know, if you're done with cruising, you can try sport, you can try the track, you can go off-road, you can go do an iron butt competition, you can start racing. You know, to me, there's just so much to do. Uh, so it never gets boring. <laughs> That's very, very true. And it's so funny because one of the things that I recently have gotten into with the uh, Bagger Racing League is like, oh my gosh, I want to learn how to race now on a, yeah. on a track. <laughs> It's is nothing like it. I raced in the Super Sport 600 as an amateur all throughout Europe, in France, uh, in Germany, and those were the best best times of my life. And I did it all solo. You know, I got I didn't get into racing because of a boyfriend, husband, father, just walked in and said, hmm, "Want to do this?" And I did it all single handedly. It was really thrilling. 
That's amazing. That is so cool. And then from there, everything blossomed. And in 2007, you launched the International Female Ride Day movement with uh, Just Ride. So tell me, like, how did how did that come to your mind? How did how did that process go? Yeah, it's funny because I tell that story often. It was really quite simple. I had been out of North America for almost 20 years. I came back from Europe, the Netherlands I was living. And I, I kept hearing everyone say here, because I was working you know, with, um, with my brand Motor S. And over there, I had Race Girl Motorsport, which encouraged women into racing. And I came back here and people kept saying, oh, it's just so nice to see more women riding. And I said wait a minute, you know, we have always been riding and I know so many women who ride. And the question is, well, where are they? And I've also done a lot of research on, you know, uh, women's uh, social aspects and things. And um, I just said, well, hey, you know, what we need to do is just get out there on one day and show everybody you know, how many <laughs> of us there are. Uh, and that's how it started. That is so cool. And it's crazy because like you said, there are so many women riders. And when I when I ride, I get very excited. I'm like, you go, girl. Every time I see a woman, I'm like, you go, girl. That's it. Because when I got into this, it, it seemed like a very male-dominated activity. And I only had my best friend who at the time didn't have a bike, but she was encouraging me. Yeah. So it was... I mean, it was great and I loved it, but at the same time, I'm like, I would really love some female friends in this, in this riding group too. And that's when I went to my first international female ride day ride. And I met one of my really good friends. Um, I have a cruiser. She is a sport bike, but we love to go riding together maybe every week or every other week. It's, You know, so your movement has really sparked some great friendships. And I I love that it's still going on. So I'm so happy about to hear about that. And, you know, and that, again, is is, there's a lot of missions and goals happening with Female Ride Day, not just exposing all the different types of women and the different forms of riding they do, but also networking, making friends, uh, joining groups, learning things in the language that we can all relate to. You know, when I started racing, I walked in, all men, except for about two other women that were with their uh, husbands. And I had a lot of questions. You know, there were a lot of things on the setup that didn't apply uh, to me because of my body structure and you know women tend and add oh that's at the end of the day for words anatomically Woo. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have natural upper body strength and uh, certain things I didn't understand a lot so it was a huge learning curve and um, and that's why I also developed motor S because when women get into motorcycling there are and if you've never been exposed to any of it there's a big um, learning curve with the language, terminology, and there aren't very, very many people of authority in motorcycling, and then narrow it down to women who you can reach out to. So Female Ride Day has also brought that to the forefront, exposing all these awesome women uh, that you can reach out to and you know get mentorship or whatever. That's amazing. I love that 
you started this movement and, and those things are happening. It's, that's just shown how important it is for all of us out there. And I know the, the women writing community is growing so much every year. Yeah, I think too, I'd, I'd have to say with female writer, because of that exposure, you know, still the industry is not doing a lot of stuff. And, you know, the more women can see other women doing it, it changes the perception. And that was also my goal with Motorest and with Race Girl, was that to change the perception that women have of motorcycling and also the perception of women in motorcycling. You know, that women who ride aren't just riding around in bikinis and, you know, wearing pink. Pink's okay, that's <laughs> right? But I'm just saying there was this uh, idea of, of who we are on a bike. No, absolutely. I, I agree with that statement. Yeah. yeah I've, I've tried hard to change that. And, you know, female ride day at a certain point kind of started to just have this momentum on its own. But I still have to push it and endorse it and you know advertise it and promote it and uh, the sad thing i found about a lot of things i've done and other women is that we have to just work hard at these ideas if we don't if we walk away then they kind of die and um i think that's been the problem too with a lot of things for women in motorcycling you know you get someone carrying the flag oh let's do this and let's have a club and then Life changes, it stops, and then, you know, it disappears. So I guess my question to you um, is, you know, you said you still have so much work to do. Um, do you, I mean, the, I feel like this movement's been successful. Do you feel like there's more, there's more that you need to do with it? There's future yeah. goals? Yeah, you know, and thank you for saying that it is it is successful. It has made so much difference around the world. And, you know, I'm so pleased, too, that I have partners like Polaris and Indian Motorcycles and in the past, Kawasaki, others, BMW, who have got on board and have realized, you know, there's a big segment that they need to cater to. I, I think the change that needs to happen is we can't stop because we still need things at the dealership level to change, you know, the type of environments we go into. Um, also, I still pick up, I picked up a brochure from a manufacturer. I was at a dealership, started leafing through it, and I could not believe there wasn't one picture of a woman on a bike. She was as a passenger, but there wasn't one. And I thought, this is still going on, you know, so... There's a lot to do still. Yeah, I, I do agree. And I think, um, you know, like you said, uh, Polaris has jumped on board. And I do see that they do more advertising with women now, which was yeah. pretty impressive. Um, yeah, it's really a great, uh, great thing to see. And there's also Kawasaki has been huge with that. Honda come and go, you know, and uh, BMW, they have a lot of with their adventure. But you you won't see in BMW... And I love the brand. You won't see them showing a woman on an S1000RR in an ad. Hmm. You know, and I, I say, why not? <laughs> you know, yeah. I know so many women who ride those. All right. Well, I guess we as women have our work cut out for us then to, you know, help get this movement continuing to go in this forward momentum and getting that. Sorry, what what do you find? Do you see things that need to be changed or moved forward? 
you know, I'm still so new at this. I just started writing in 2020. So for me, um, I'm still learning a lot of things. Um, I do know that the majority of people that I ride with are men. And um, it's it's a different community, although they're very welcoming. Um, all of the guys that I ride with have been very welcoming, very understanding. If I had any questions, they're more than willing to answer. Um, but, you know, some of the things that I found that's difficult are like, you know, really like gear. Like I find that women's gear is like not made for real women. And that's one of the things that I find is the most upsetting. Um, but other than that, I'm still, you know, I'm still just getting into it. And I just started following um, the racing leagues and things like that. So I'm starting to see a couple of women, but I, I don't really have as much experience with it as you do. So I'm really just still learning. <laughs> I think, it, yeah, in my case too, it might be, a little different because even when I started racing, you know, the guys poo pooed me and thought, Oh, who's this girl, you know, that wears makeup and she, she's here to race. Is she serious? Because women before had just done that for attention, they weren't really into it, yeah. sadly. And um, there's still so much. And at my level as a journalist, you know, I've been to press launches by the manufacturers and, and they're, they're all men. And I, you know, being that I can uh, hold my own pretty good, it it actually ends up creating, not all the time, you know, uh, but um, a sort of competitive competitive vibe, and it, it's bizarre. You know, I'm really easygoing. I don't walk around looking for that. I I just um, I realize it. I observe it. And uh, I don't let it affect me, but I note it, you know, that things are not quite the same uh, when you're a woman in this uh, industry. Yeah. It's well, funny. It is funny. It is funny. But, I, you know, I'm very grateful that we have women like you out there that are trying to push these limits and change those things. Because it is important. We need to be out there. We need to get seen more to encourage other women. For yes. sure. Um, yes, and that our role models are not men who ride our role models are women who ride absolutely one of the first things that i did um when i was considering doing this podcast was i actually did look up um the history of women in motorcycling and i was i was shocked to find out like you know motorcycles were made and women started riding them immediately yep. but nobody ever talks about that nobody knows about that i've been talking about it yeah <laughs> all my life you know and that's the thing even today uh, on this interview, I said, you know, but of course, you know, motorcycles were bicycles back then, yes. too, little motors, and women were riding them in skirts and stuff. But I think, too, you know, a big part of what's happening with women enjoying motorcycling is our social values have changed. You know, we are not expected, well, in our culture, in other cultures, it's very still a difficult thing for a woman to be independent. But in our culture, we're not really expected to get married and have kids, and that's it. You know, now we buy houses on our own, we run businesses, uh, sometimes we don't get married, sometimes we don't have children, we fly jets. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I think motorcycling is part of that change uh, that's happening with us. But there's a big gap there when the motorcycle was invented, and, the, and I think women's roles 
and then all of a sudden it changed and now we're back right yeah yeah we're taking over again it's gonna happen yeah (laughs) well sometimes life gets in the way too true true I mean I am I'm a mother as well and one of the things that I've enjoyed is actually uh, I, I taught my son to ride and I'm trying to teach my girls to ride. And oh, nice. I find that to be, you know, it's a great experience for me because it's something I'm super passionate about. But I also love that I'm teaching, number one, because I feel like I was always made to be a teacher. And I'm inspiring the next generation to ride yeah. as well. So that's that feels really cool. <laughs> but also changing all the stereotypes, you know, not pushing your daughter towards the dolls and the house making things, you know, she can explore uh, motorcycling. Absolutely. And it was really fun too, because um, I am married and I took the course first and I actually had to try to encourage my husband to ride. So I, I was teaching him to ride and his best friend to ride before they took the, uh, the Motorcycle Safety Foundation course. So that was kind of fun for me, too, is great. to encourage yeah. other male riders that maybe weren't so excited to do it. <laughs> yeah. So you see, already in your environment, that has changed greatly. Yeah. You know, that's, that's amazing. It's still, in a lot of others, not happening. But I think, too, it's, it, it's the responsibility of women. We also can't allow ourselves to be patronized or exploited or you know you have to stand your ground and I've had to do that on uh, many occasions uh, as you might imagine I'm sure you have too but sometimes also women um, you know they like to get into motorcycling because it's a sexy thing you know some of them and I think everyone should be allowed to explore things for whatever they, you know, for whatever reason. Often though, it's, um, it can be hard on the image of women in motorcycling. I'm trying to be careful here. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying sometimes. Yeah. Um, so I think too, part of my work has been to help women embrace taking more control over the bikes. Like I, I meet women when I'm teaching to that haven't checked their tire pressures. Men too, believe me, most people don't. And um, But I encourage women a little bit more. They say, oh, my, one woman I'll never forget uh, said, you know, my husband takes care of my bike. He likes to do that. He checks the pressure. He does everything for me. And I thought, well, this is a nice life. It's great. At the same time, motorcycling is a mechanical activity. And, you know, when you're out riding, it gives you confidence and peace of mind to know that you checked your chain and you checked your tire pressure and your lights and brake lights and horn, it's all working. So I'm trying, you know, I, I have that opportunity as an instructor to sort of influence a different way of thinking, even though, you know, if I had someone washing my bike and taking care of it, I think I would like that too. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, I love I love that it's not just about, hey, you're a woman, get out and ride. I love that you are encouraging women to participate in all of it. Understand your machine. Figure it out. Take ownership of what is yours. And I think yeah. that, that is a huge, that is a huge empowerment thing that maybe not everybody was aware of when they, you know, join into this movement. 
No, and I think it's too with motorcycling, you know, when you take the course, it's a very quick, a very brief, basic instruction. And um, I, I think I sort of indicated earlier that, you know, it's very hard to find someone who is an authority on the topic and the skills and all of that in motorcycling, because many people just tell you personally from their point of view. You know, I've, I've heard, I heard, for example, uh, sometimes I hear a guy say or a woman say, oh, you don't want to own a sport bike if you're going to travel long distance. And I say, forget that. You know, I, I am a sport bike person and I know many sport bike people who travel all over Europe and the world on a sport bike. I said, it's personal. But what happens is, is that as a new rider, you'll hear somebody say that and you'll say, oh, that must be the real deal. But it's not. You know, you can ride long distances forever, whatever, on a sport bike. There's no issue there. Um, it's just personal. Yeah. I have heard things like that about my bike as well. And I've, you know, I've, I've proven a lot of the guys that I ride with wrong. You know, we, What's your bike again? I have the uh, Indian Scout Bobber. Oh, I love that. It's a great little fun bike. And, you know, when little, I... It's- I got her as a daily rider and everyone's like, you're going to be uncomfortable. And I've gone five, six, eight hour rides with the group. Yeah. And you know, like I do it on my bike and it's, I'm like, no, I'm fine. This is, it's personal. It's very personal and I love it. And you know, I, I have goals of traveling on the bike and, um, you know, eventually I would love to travel around the country on the bike if I can ever get that far. But I know what I, I have to tell you, when I, I went to a female ride day in Atlanta, Georgia, and for that ride, I got an Indian Scout bobber, and I rode from Toronto to Atlanta, and my first stop was in Kentucky. Of course, it's got, yours has no windscreen either, right? No, it does not. And that's a no, that's a no biggie for me, and... You know, I like to be up there. So even now when I ride around on bikes without windscreens, I get a lot of comments from people saying, how can you ride that without protection from the wind? And even when I arrived in Atlanta, the ladies were in shock that I had ridden, you know, all that way without a windscreen. And I found that a bit comical because, again, it's personal. So anyway, in my reply, I asked them, uh, I said, yeah, it's no problem. And I said, have you checked out my abs? Because, <laughs> yeah, your abs get a workout from hanging on. <laughs> yeah, it, you know, it. I have, I've done a couple of really rough, very, very windy days. And it, I mean, it was tough, but I, I choose to ride my bike for the way that it is. And I love it that way. And, yeah. you know, I've, I've used windscreens before and things like that. And yeah, they're great. But, um, um you know, this is this is my bike. This is what I love, and you know, if well, I want to sound some... like you, you're like a real, true motorcyclist. Good for you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I I uh, I definitely I try, and like I said, I am still learning. I'm willing to listen and learn from anybody that's been doing it longer than I have. Um, but I have I've put in the miles to learn my machine, and yeah. to learn you know skills and things like that. So. I, I do try to, <laughs> I do try to keep up with that. Yeah, good for you. You got to know the bike. So I have, um, I have a couple more questions for you. Um, you know, knowing that you've been riding for so long and um, things like that, 
and that you started this International Female Ride Day movement. What is your most memorable International Female Ride Day ride? Well, uh, let's see. I, I was actually uh, two. Okay. I went over to India one year to join the ladies there. And uh, that was amazing. Um, we, you know, I got um, a Royal Enfield. You know, Royal Enfield is the bike of India, really. Yes. And the Bashasha, but I had to do it on a Royal Enfield. So when I arrived in Mumbai, we went riding all through the streets. And I don't know if you've seen any TV shows about cities you should never drive in, but Mumbai is one of them. For me, it was nothing. It was... Um, the more chaos, the better. Then we went up to up the coast to Daman and Gujarat, and we had a big party for female ride day. Even women flew in from Dubai, and there were no men to be seen anywhere. It was just all of these women having a blast. And I did not do anything normal touristically at all. It was full culture, and. Uh, it was just wonderful. The, the country is beautiful. The people are beautiful and the women are amazing. And they had their challenges. You know, uh, they were telling me that uh, one woman wanted to join their, their club and they had to go together and meet with her husband and ask permission. Yeah, so that's a little different than yeah. what we have to go through. But that was one. And then when I went down to Richmond, Virginia, to join the ladies there. Oh, it was amazing. They had, they went to a lot of trouble and they, they even got the police involved. We were riding around the, the city ring in Richmond and the police were escorting us and stopping all traffic so that we could go through and also escorting us on the highway. It was so empowering knowing that, you know, it's just all these women and the police were supporting making everyone else move aside for us. That is really awesome. Uh, you know, it's so, I get so emotional with things like that. You know, you've probably experienced that when you're in it and you feel this power, it's, uh, there's nothing like. It's pretty cool. I, um, I'm hosting my first international female ride day ride this year. Um, and I'm, I'm so excited to empower other women um, because one of the things that happened to me before was that I, I went on a ride and I came, I went by myself and it was, it was really sad because I was expecting to be welcomed into a community and I really mm. wasn't, it, I wasn't. Um, so I kind of did the ride by myself and I, it was just, I don't know. It wasn't the it wasn't the best writing day for me. So I was like, I want other women to feel like they can come by themselves and find yeah. other women to to lift them up and empower them and encourage them and be what yeah. I really didn't have an opportunity to have um, on my first big writing event. Was that a, a women's club? Um, no, it wasn't a women's club. It was just the a men? ride. It was just a ride that was put together. Um, in my area so but it was men and women yes it was mostly women um but mm. unfortunately it just wasn't as empowering as I had hoped it would be um yeah. 
so I, I, you know, I found International Female Ride Day and I determined that I was going to, I was going to really support that message that, that you had started. Wonderful. Yeah. So, I mean, thank you for the inspiration for that. Well, you're very inspiring. My goodness. And it sounds like a great role model. Thank you. I, I hope to be a great role model one day. You are already. So um, pat on the back. And I think that um, it's just great to see what you're doing for International Female Ride Day, too. And, you know, a question was asked of me when it started by women. They said, well, where are we going? What are we doing? What's the route? And I said, just ride. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's, it's evolved. You know, some people, uh, of course, they have routes and little rides. They go on. It's all planned. Uh, but it was um, very open to the individual. You know, not dictating that you have to go here and you have to go there. You know, however you define it or do it, you know, just get out there. Join everybody. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And um, I, I hope that I can help you inspire more people to just get out and ride. That's <laughs> great. You already are. Oh, well, thank you. And Vicki, thank you so much for you know, meeting with me today. Um, real quick, shout out, tell people where they can find you. Uh, on motorest.com, that's my company and um, the online magazine or blog that I run, that's core business. And then anything to do with International Female Ride Day and um, Motorest is uh, on Instagram, it's Twitter, it's everywhere and I'm attached to it. I came up with that name. So um, it's easy to find. Very yeah. cool. Well, I'm I'm definitely going to send people your way. And maybe one day, next time you're in Florida, we can meet up and ride together. Oh, definitely. In fact, maybe I should come to Daytona Bike Week next year. That would be pretty amazing. <laughs> Where are you in Florida? I am over on the Tampa Bay side. Yeah, you're lucky. <laughs> I am. But then, you know, when we go to Daytona, it's not like, you know, it's not that far. It's kind of an average day. So yeah. I'm actually looking forward to, um, I want to, I would like to ride up to all the way up to Sturgis. Um, okay. that is one of the things that I, I do look forward to experiencing on the bike. A lot of my friends have told me that they've trailered. I really, oh. really want to ride that ride to get there. That's easy. That's <laughs> what the bike's for. So, yep. Yeah. That's, that's kind of my, that's my goal for now. I'm awesome. sure it'll expand later. <laughs> That sounds great. Do you have There's any like? Do. do you have any bucket list rides that you haven't done yet? Yeah, I don't know about a bucket list. I think that I've, you know, done a lot in my life. I don't really have anything that, you know, if to, to, to tomorrow is the end of it, I don't have anything that I'm missing. I think though that, you know, if there was something I'd like to do, and it's on the list, you could call it that is I, I want to go back to India and ride around the southeast coast. And um, I've always wanted to ride completely around Australia. I think That's that cool. <laughs> and then, um, well, I'm supposed to go to Africa next year for female riding. I've been to Africa before, but this experience will be culturally very different. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. And, that's really um, cool. That's about it, I guess. Live long and ride forever. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> yeah. 
Yes, I think it would be awesome. I would, uh, I would hope that I age well enough that I can continue this for a very long time. <laughs> well, I believe truly motorcycling keeps you young. I, I can feel that. I can feel that every time I ride. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got it. You got it bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, Vicki, thank you again for talking to me today. And um, I look forward to seeing everything that you continue to do with this movement and continue to do for women. Um, and thank I will you. keep sending people to Motoress and try to get more people involved. And um, thank you. I think that's all I have for today. So I think it's time to sign off and go for a ride. What do you think? I think it's a good idea. And I have to thank you for this uh, connection and this crossing of paths. I'm going to, um, of course, follow you on your podcast and hope to see um, all the fun you're going to be having with motorcycling in your future. Oh, thank you so, so much. I appreciate that from... Someone who is working so hard for women, I, I really greatly appreciate that. <laughs> it's really great to speak with you. Okay. Sounds off we go? Yeah, off we go. See you later. Okay, bye. All right, friends. I hope that you guys enjoyed Miss Vicky's stories. I know I was completely enthralled. And goodness, that woman has done such great things for the women's motorcycle community. I do hope that I get to meet up with her one day, maybe at a Daytona Bike Week or something, because she is truly inspirational to me. And she has really done a lot of things with this International Female Ride Day movement. And that has ultimately helped me meet some really amazing female riders that became my best friends. In the interview, I kind of mentioned that, uh, you know, one of the rides led me to my friend, Thumper. So I figured, you know what? I got to speak to this woman who started this movement, and this movement helped me meet my friend. So, you know, I should take you guys to meet Thumper, too. So we're going to go and meet up with Thumper and Wolfie because Thumper introduced me to Wolfie. And if I hadn't have gone to an International Female Ride Day ride, I wouldn't have met either of them. So that is so cool. So we are going to go chat with a couple other ladies that I absolutely love to ride with. I try to ride with them at least once a month, but we usually get in a ride like every every couple weeks for sure. So I'm so excited to have you talk to them. Man, I am just like riding at this crazy high after chatting with Miss Vicky about everything she's done and everything she wants to do and very inspirational. I feel like I have no words right now because it's like, I guess this is what some people feel like when they meet like a celebrity. I don't really follow celebrities. Like I don't really get starstruck or anything like that. So I guess this is me being starstruck by a 
a motorcycle celebrity. Yeah, that's that's what this is. That's what we're gonna call it. I am definitely starstruck. Man, I hope that I have an opportunity to work with her one day. That'd be really cool. She's really trying to break barriers and push forward for women all over the world, not just in her location, not just in her country, all over the world. And that's truly, truly inspiring. And I hope that one day I can have some some kind of grasp, not grasp, that's not the right word. Like, I can't even, oh, I'm just so high on this interview right now. I can't even think about the word that I want to express, but I hope that I can do something like that one day. And, you know, I guess even if I bring joy to one woman and inspire one woman, I guess I'm making a difference, right? So, yeah, I I hope that this this episode inspires young women, older women, middle-aged women, every single woman, <laughs> I hope that you are inspired to get out there and ride. Learn to ride. Practice riding. Ride a scooter. You know, ride a three-wheel. Ride. Experience that. And maybe I don't inspire you to ride. Maybe I inspire you to do something that you never thought you'd do or that you were fearful of or that you never thought you could do because it's something that men do. Just get out there, man. When I was when I was in high school, I wanted to wrestle. I wanted to be on the wrestling team. You know, I tried softball, I tried basketball. I was just an aggressive little bratty kid. I wasn't it wasn't really that bratty, but I was aggressive and I I wanted to wrestle. I thought that would be so much fun. So you know what? Everybody said, well, you can't wrestle. You're a girl, and girls don't wrestle. And there wasn't a girl's team, and there wasn't anything for women, really, back then. So I joined the team. I I showed up to every single practice, and I tried to learn, and I tried to do what the guys did. And you know what? I sucked at it. (laughs) I sucked at it because, you know, and unfortunately – my particular weight class, my weight versus their muscle, it was rough. It was hard. I won very few, but I persisted, and I kept going, and I loved it. And you know what? I may not have done anything that year, but I know that female wrestling is a thing now. It is in high schools across the country. It is in colleges across the country. Women wrestle, and I may or may not have had anything to do with that, but you know, I inspired other women at my school and other girls and was like, you know, you can do it too. I did it. You just push through and you keep trying. You keep showing up. I know my youngest daughter wanted to wrestle because I wrestled and she did for a little while. And then she was like, no, volleyball is my thing, which is cool. You know, she did it. She tried it. She enjoyed it. And then she figured out her thing. My thing is riding motorcycles. <laughs> I love this. I want to teach other people to ride. I want to inspire other people to to get out there 
and enjoy this sport that I love so much. And I really do want to learn how to race. I think that would be so cool. Even if I don't do it professionally, just to, like, be able to try it and get on a track, I think that would be so much fun. All right, I'm sidetracked. <laughs> what were we talking about again? All right. We're going to meet my friends. All right, well, we are here. So tune in next week where you get to meet Thumper and Wolfie, some of the amazing ladies that I got to meet, all because of International Female Ride Day. I will catch you on the next ride.